0: Welcome to AI TV. We're broadcasting here from the AI Expo Africa, Africa's largest trade show for AI buyers and suppliers. So I'm introducing here Dr. Jacques Ludic from the Cortex Group. Um, Jacques's just come from doing a great keynote about operationalizing AI in the enterprise. And Jacques, um, it was great talk. I mean, uh, I think last year we'd characterized AI in Africa is exciting and new and people kind of talking about it and the vibe and the the hype and now this year it's really about reality and and, and there's a lot of CXOs, CIOs, CEOs um, now thinking well how do I get this into my my business and and you, you were talking very eloquently to that point I mean what what top three things do you think we, we should all be considering in the enterprise now to, to, to look at these technologies?
1: Yeah, uh, Nick, it's fantastic to be here at the expert, by the way. Um, and It was fantastic to to hear also um, Simon's talk yeah, where he was, he was setting good. the scene in terms of China and what, Asia, what's happening. Um, yeah, I wanted to keep it super real in terms of... Um, business for us and what we, what, what, what we can do there. So it's, for me, there's customer facing businesses and there's very specific things that we can do there to, to be impactful. It's about the bottom line. You want to address the business value drivers. So from a customer facing perspective, I think it's the on-demand real time communications um, having a good sense of what the customer wants, needs, and what to offer to the customer at the right time—what type of thing do you want to offer, etc.—we see this in retail, financial services, insurance, banking, etc. So to have to have that sorted out is a huge AI application. In the industrial space, um, I would say it's more smart process optimization and predictive maintenance—massive use cases. Um, and as a matter of fact, I just um, add some. Uh, guys coming after the talk, just talking about their specific use cases yep. uh, and, and 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 referencing some of the things that i 've mentioned um, even the, the the sense solution when we talked about what you can do with video feeds and audio and so forth in terms of for safety security and also to to do process optimization as well so it's a it's a it 's a massive opportunity around that as well because if you think about you 've got obviously the traditional sensors like You've got your temperatures and flows and pressures and all of that's been in plants for a long time. But now you can add the videos, the infrared, the audio, all sorts of different things that can listen, etc. So you bring all of that into play and you can add tremendous value. You can add further value. So it's almost like having a human automated,
0: yeah. from that perspective. And I mean, I think you yeah. mentioned the word customer there about yeah. <laughs> 15 yeah. times. I mean, yeah. I think yeah. AI seems to now be Creating the dawn of personalization yes. and, and I think you know, the customer from the outside the business is, is going to start to see a much more responsive yes. enterprise essentially over yeah. time now I guess that 's where we 're heading yep. i mean what what other examples you know are, are you physically working on now? I mean you just said you 're having yeah. some conversations yes
1: okay so so, so there 's multiple things so obviously for a business you you also help them to be more efficient, so we talked about specifically about machine learning is reading emails understanding the intent um and not only that but also doing the ocr on the attachments and and and, and uh, character recognition all sorts of different things but then take that information and put that into buckets and help to automate that flow. So those are things in terms of just the automation side of it. But I think the, the other exciting piece for me is it's around intelligent virtual assistants, which is like a sensor. With this phone, it's like a sensor on, on people as well. You can determine the sentiment, you can have real-time information about the customer that you want to feed back to your predictive models to predict what's needed there. Based on what we our current understanding of the customer, and the latest information, you can actually provide better service and better offerings as well. And, and it's a fast-paced, fast-moving world, so I think it's very important to take, make use of that information. So intelligent virtual systems is very important, but it feeds into a, a, this kind of personalization at scale. And obviously at this conference, we're gonna have more sessions on personalization. We've got yeah. a workshop on personalization, and excited to talk more about that. Because it, I think it's, it's probably the theme on, for customer-facing businesses.
0: And now, <coughs> again, you, you, another big topic that I think everyone's interested in, I mean, you were talking about sensors and phones and, yes. and, and data, yep. um, privacy. That's gotta be like Huge. the number one headache, I think now, um, for, for an organization yes. that has many, 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 many Sets of data, legacy data, paper data, yes. Um, things like GDPR now uh, making it harder for people to share information. Yep. Uh, and then when you collect information, you have to be very careful about what you do with that information. Yep. I mean, what should the enterprise be doing with regards to privacy and ethics and policy around data?
1: I think in the past, because it was kind of new to implement these technologies, it was almost kind of overlooked. People didn't really have a look at that. And I think data's been shared. It's almost like the Wild West. But I think there's a sense from a customer perspective and from a, oh, we've got a responsibility. We see, we know data is a new oil is gold. This is, and it's so valuable and you want to treat it carefully as well. So and in terms of, and also I think it's from a risk perspective, there's all the upside value that you unlock from that, but it also presents huge risk. If you handle it in the wrong way, um, it could be detrimental to your business. We've seen this yeah. with Facebook and, and all of that. So, so I think it's a massive responsibility to, to be transparent about how you handle those type of things. And if you think about credit risk and those kind of solutions, be clear about how do you address bias, for instance. Mm. Um, so I think uh, Singapore, the Monetary Authority of Singapore, has got this acronym called FEAT. Uh, this kind of describes their 12 principles um, as well. And it's about fairness, ethics, accountability, Um, All of those kind of things, transparency, all of those things are critical Um, and there's various things that you can do as a business to actually implement those kind of things. You can have internal, external boards evaluating things, you can have your own policies around those kind of things and make sure when you implement solutions, you've got a checklist, you adhere to this as well. So all of that would make customers more comfortable as well, but I think it's also very important for the customers to also look at this. Seriously, as well, because they obviously the solutions are implemented there, so they they, they need to take ownership of, of those type of things. Yeah, and I think um, I guess maybe
0: a, a point to sort of finish on. I mean, one of the things that I think you, when we look at companies in the East, and I think it's great that we had Simon here from, from from Singapore, is the fact that they have a different way of looking at a vision and the and the time on that vision. So. If you look at a company like SoftBank, for example, in Japan, yes. they, 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 if you go on their website, they've got a document that basically says, this is our 30-year vision that's going to set the scene for the next 300 years. Exactly. I mean, right. like 300 years, that's yeah. like a crazy amount of time, <laughs> right? Now, should we be thinking, should CXOs, the enterprise, be thinking, maybe not necessarily 30, but certainly 10 to 20 years on from now, what their business might be? look like. I mean, exactly way? right. As a
1: matter of fact, I think we are also testimony um, in Cortex where we, we're looking at what the world in five years is going to be vastly different than now. Mm. In ten years as well. So you need to think about systems level evolution as well. So you so <laughs> the way I'm looking at it is there's tactics. I think you've seen that's this this so tactics and the strategy, there's the vision and then the system systems level evolution. And what does it mean for your business? All businesses need to look at the world like that. Because their world will change. We're sitting on an exponential curve, so you have to look, do, look at that. I think what I would love to see from, from an African perspective that we've got that kind of vision that um, uh, China has got. Uh, and I think it would it difficult. We are very fragmented. Mm. And we know that West Africa is completely different to East Africa, is completely different to Southern Africa. And, and how do you bring it all together? So you need to create those pockets of excellence, but we need to collaborate um, as well. We need to have this collective uh, vision as well. So we know there's a free t- trade agreements and all sorts of things which is great but we need kind of really visionary leaders getting together with all the stakeholders, business and government and so forth and and help paint that vision. And we saw this this morning with Simon as well. The vision's so clear, they color it in. They've got yeah. these videos showing it. Yeah. So but that's, that's kind of the, the world that I see. But, but even in South Africa, <laughs> we, we've got so many problems, so many things to solve here we, so you need to solve it here in the small, but you've got to work on a mic uh, on, on a national level, but also on a African continental level, as well. Yeah.
0: Well, look, uh, Jacques, it's, it's great to have you here as always. I mean, it was a great keynote, and yeah, uh, you know, if you could sum up the, the, the show and the, and the community we're building in a couple of words, I mean, ha, where do you, where do you see us all heading? I mean, as, yeah. as a group, as a community. I, 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 I
1: can't emphasize the importance of the likes of AI Expo um, Africa and helping to create this business community around AI because, in the end, we want to help businesses thrive very important to share what we are doing it's very important that we also it's almost create this community uh, around this as well because if if somebody wins there that's good we also want to win and we want to see these kind of success stories we want to create the unicorns uh, on the african continent so so we, we want to inspire one another as well so it's a great place to do that great so good thanks very much for coming John. <laughs> we look pleasure. forward to seeing you next year thank you very much thanks, thanks everyone bye bye cheers